Wonderful. Well, this evening we have two speakers, two great speakers, uh, Monique and Joseph. They're going to share with us for five minutes. And so um, that's going to be wonderful. So Monique's going to lead the charge off. So let's put it together. Thank you, Monique. We look forward to what you have to share with us. Hey, guys. All right, five minutes. Not that long. Um, all right, so uh, our theme here in church is belonging, right? It's up on the walls. Um, but what I want to talk to you tonight about is identity. How are they linked? That is a good question. Thank you for asking. All right. So we've got Matthew 22, verse, where is it? 34 to 30 or 40. Um, and it's basically what happens is Jesus is um, in, the, in somewhere in Jerusalem. I think it is. Um, but anyways, the Pharisees are trying to trick him. They're trying to trap him. And they go ahead and they ask him, all right, teacher, what's the most important commandment out there? What's the most important commandment that we need to follow? And Jesus is very smart. He says, firstly, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. But what is equally important is love your neighbor as yourself. Now, that's really important to me. Love your neighbor as yourself is equally important. It's not greater. The greatest one is love God. We all know that one, right? But what we don't know is that, well, we do know is you've got to love others, but it says as yourself. That's really, really, really important. How can you love others if you don't love yourself? All right? I believe belonging is intrinsically linked to identity. If you don't know yourself, if you don't love yourself, how are you going to have a genuine, authentic connection with others? How are you going to be able to belong in a healthy way if you don't actually love yourself? And we do. We are a church of belonging. We want to bring people in. We want to celebrate people's differences and their uniqueness and everything like that. But how can we draw people in if we don't even know who we are? Okay, so this is, this is the, the very important point. Um, whose hands are you placing your identity in? For a long time, I've placed my identity in the hands of others. I tried to belong to groups. I tried to fit in. I tried to um, have people like me. And you know, when you get a compliment, you feel so good about it. And if people ignore you, it doesn't feel that great. But the reason why I got so depressed and so anxious and so worried about everything that people were thinking about me was because I was placing my identity in their hands. I didn't know who I was. Well, I thought who I was was dependent on what other people thought of me. But it's actually not even that. It's not even who I think of, how I think about myself. There's about roughly four places that you can put your identity in. You can place your identity in the hands of others. You can place your identity in the hands of yourself. You can place your identity in the hands of your achievements, your successes. So if you don't get great marks or you don't get that job that you always wanted, you think, oh, I'm actually just, I'm a terrible person. You know, I, I'm actually useless. That's also not true. Or you can place your identity in the hands of God. You know why you want to place your identity in the hands of God? It's because people will let you down. You will let yourself down. 
We're human. We're flawed. It's okay. That's all right. It's, it's part of who we are. God is the only constant in this world. If you want to place your identity, have a healthy identity, you've got to put it in the hands of God because he's the only one who won't let you down. He's the only one who loves you for who you really are. Like, he's the only one who sees you for who you are. Even if you don't see yourself for who you really are. You've got these pictures in your head. Um, they say there's like five, five stages of identity or something like that, where it's in psychology, it's um, who you really are, how you see yourself, how would you like to see yourself, how other people see you, and how you think other people see you. And then it keeps on going. It can keep on going long and long and long. There's a whole lot of other, other levels there as well that we learned about. But the biggest point is you, you're going to struggle to see yourself because we're, again, all flawed. Only God is the constant in this whole thing. Um, and so belonging is natural. You do want to fit in. You do want to belong. It's because God's created us for connection. He's a God of connection. He wants to bring people in. He wants to love people. And the same thing that he wants for us as well. He wants us to belong. And he also wants us to bring people in and to celebrate people and, um, and love on others. But again, you can't love others if you don't love yourself. You got you to gotta get to know yourself as well. Treat yourself. Find out what you like. Find out what you value. If you dislike dishonesty in people, don't hang out with dishonest people. Be kind to yourself. If you prefer people who are sensitive or empathetic people, you like those kinds of people, seek out those people. Don't seek out the people who will walk all over you. You've got to get to know yourself because then you can have a genuine, authentic connection with others. It just pours out. You love God, you love yourself, you love others. Simple as that. That's the three main things that we want to do in this world. We want to love God first and foremost. We want to love ourselves and we want to love others. And I feel really strongly that those three are the basis of belonging. If you want to belong... You've got to get to know yourself, you've got to get to know God, and you've got to get to know others. All three of those are really tightly tied within each other. Um, And at the end of the day, you want to ask yourself this question. Do I feel like I belong? If you feel like you don't belong, then you've got to ask yourself another question. Who am I placing my identity in? Who's, who, who am I placing my sense of identity and my self-worth in? Is it in others? Is it in myself? They're all going to let me down. Who are you placing your identity in the hands of? Thanks, guys. Wonderful. Wow. Awesome stuff, Monique. I love that question. Whose hand are you placing? Whose hands are you placing your identity in? Isn't that an awesome question? Wow, I really encourage you to go away and contemplate all of that. Thank you. Well, Joseph, where are you? Let's give it up for Joseph. Get on your buddy. You come and share. Thanks, Zach. Right, um, I've been told, to asked, asked to share a spoken word about belonging, so... I once found belonging 
and a single person. I built myself up on what seemed to be the invincible pillar of their character, the beautiful stone masonry reflecting their innermost being. They held me far above the world and single-handedly supported me. And I felt like I'd been built up in a place so secure that nothing from the earth could ever hope to try and touch me. And so there I built my empire, hoping and thinking that my life would be just fine. And for a time it was. But that single pillar, well, that pillar left. And in its place, I fell into the vast space that it left behind. Unable to hold myself up, I fell through loneliness, depression, and self-doubt, all whizzing about my head, reminding me just how lost I was. And it would seem that the earth that was once so far below me had somehow gotten so far above my head that I was drowning what I thought was my inadequacies. Falling so fast, I wondered just how many more breaths was it till I couldn't see that world anymore. Until I landed in a place, desolate and empty, and alone, I wandered this place. Until at last, I discovered a group to call my own. A community of people not knowing my personality, nor knowing my shortcomings, but they accepted me anyway. And among them, I built my character. Supported by them, I chased my goals. With them, I laughed and cried. They offered me their help and asked for nothing back. And when I couldn't love myself, they loved me. And every time I started to fall, they caught me and brought me back to their lofty heights. And here I stand among these people. They are not perfect, yet they have become my family. Together we go through life, we share experiences, both good and bad, so that others can learn from our lives. We share knowledge and love and help build a better life and future for those with us now and those yet to join us. We gather the lost so that they too have a place and group to belong to. And no matter who they might be, where they've fallen from or to which depth they fell, all deserve to belong. And that includes me and you.